Hello and welcome to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. A show about empowering and motivating you to broaden your mind. Now, here is your host, Sonia Luray. Good afternoon, Whispers, and welcome to another fabulous episode of Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host, Sonia Luray. Certified Lifestyle Relationship Counselor, Educator, and Motivational Speaker. I am so happy to be back in this room with you all today and to be bringing another dynamic conversation forward. I am so excited. Thank you so much for joining me and to be here with me. And I'd like to welcome the ladies of uh, the Implementation of Your Mind in Norway, it's about 9 p.m. there, so I appreciate you hosting Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. And as you know, today is a little different because we don't have our mocktail or our cocktail of this episode because our mixologists are working on bringing us some new things. I mean, I'm excited over this. I cannot wait. And listen, if you're not on our VIP listing so you can get our featured mocktail or cocktail of our episodes, you are definitely missing out. We have such great mocktail cocktails here on Whispers in a Bottle. And if you would like to be a part of the VIP listing, don't worry, we have a live link in the description of this episode, so you can just go there and click on it and join so you can get your cocktail or your mocktail. And hey, look, we would like to thank and give a special thank you to our sponsor of this episode, which is SMD Cosmetics, the secret to useful, healthy, glowing skin. Make sure you visit www.smdcosmetics.com and use code SONIA20 at checkout for a discount on your full order. Oh, my goodness. Wait till you try the products. They're fabulous. And don't forget, I want you to join the conversation, so call in at 516-595-8091. Once again, that's 516-595-8091. And guess what, whispers? Blog Talk Radio has done even one better for you all. They have opened up a live chat box so you can drop your comments, your questions in there, and you know how your girl loves to monitor a good chat box. So we're going to really have a good time and get into this discussion. And I have to tell you, when I started this discussion, it really took on a different air. Because a lot of times when we as therapists speak about this or we work with our clients, it's so many different layers to this type of discussion. And our topic is how to stop enabling grown children. Why is this so important? And welcome from Buddha, Texas. We're so glad to have you here with us today. And listen, if you have any questions or you want to get on, on the conversation Call in, 516-595-8091. So with that being said, are you ready for this topic? Are you ready to join in? So look, as you know, I like to start every discussion off with a clear meaning or definition, and this is no different. So we're going to get the understanding and the meaning of 
enable. That means to give someone or something authority or means to do something. Did you catch what I just told you what enable means? It means to give someone or something the authority or means to do something. You know, when I really started discussing this and kind of putting this up as a topic, you know, we were supposed to have this discussion earlier in the year, but, you know, as I told you, as being as transparent as possible, you know, we ran into some hiccups. There's different things in my life that came about. So we really didn't get to have this discussion, but we're going to really get into this. And, you know, Whispers, this happens to be one of the largest hot-button topics when you deal with people in general. Did you realize this? This is one of the largest things and largest conversations that take place in most people's lives is the enabling. Now, let me tell you something else with regards to enabling. Now, get a clear picture of this with me. A lot of times when you enable something, it means that they become, that they have an entitlement. And what does entitlement mean? It means the fact of having a right to something inherently deserving of it. Wow. That's powerful. So as parents, you know, we spend years taking care of our children. You provide for them. You protect them. You shield them. You shelter them. You try to aid them in every aspect of their life as they're growing. And that is a natural occurrence. And then just as quick as you bring them into the world, it's time that they are now moving on in their life. They're graduating from high school. They're going to college. They start a relationship. They're getting married. Lo and behold, they have a bunch of little people of their own, and everything is all going about in life. And it's hard to know how to able in grown children and what changes are needed in your parent-child relationship. Because the parent-child is a little different from parent-adult relationship. And that's something that gets kind of missed a little bit because they will always be your children, always. I don't care how old they are. They are your babies. You birthed them. You cared for them. You nurtured them. They're your children. But there comes a point in time in their life that the relationship has to change. We won't get into it. Don't worry. You know, you might want to take some notes and listen, this conversation may not resonate with you, but it could resonate with someone else. So feel free to bookmark it, share it with others, invite, you know, other people to come on and listen to Whispers in a Bottle because this is what is empowering to our community and our network is when we help each other. So with that being said, today I'm going to try to define enabling and why it's harmful and how to stop. And this conversation is going to be incredibly important and impactful, so you need to really kind of hear what I'm saying, take away the information that needs to be implemented, and then, you know, try to network into what you need to put into action. So first of all, let's just get into what is enabling. So in a therapeutic kind of world, in a therapeutic kind of sense, um, an Enabling is someone who, an enabler or being enabled, is someone who habitually allows a family member 
or close friend to make choices that can result in harm. Now, did you notice that? That's someone who allows family members or close friends to make their decisions and to put things into a result in harm. And you often hear this term when um, a spouse or other loved ones enable an addict to justify their um, behaviors or providing them with certain elements. And that's where you normally hear this term enabling is when it's in that way. But enabling people is in different dynamics and different realms. Now, I just want you to realize that too, because a lot of times people only put this word to the connotation to someone who has a substance abuse problem. But it goes beyond that. And that's what we're going to get in today is going beyond that. And so an enabler feels as though they are helpful at the moment by keeping that other person comfortable and not allowing them to become upset. You know, they don't have anywhere to live. You hear the excuses. Well, you know, they don't have anywhere to live. If, if I don't put them up, where would they go? They don't have any money, so they can't provide for themselves. They really don't know how to do this if I don't do this for them. I wasn't there as a parent. You're giving justifiable ways out for the adult child and in enabling their inability. So somebody asked me, well, is there a difference between enabling and codependency? Well, yeah, because this is the thing. You have to ask yourself when you are enabling someone, you have to ask if it's that you're supporting the person and giving them help in a healthy behavior or reinforcing negative behaviors and actions. Now, did you hear, did you catch that? It said that you are to realize that are you helping them in a healthy way for healthy behaviors? Are you hindering them and helping them to make unhealthy practices and behaviors? So adult children tend to accept the help they receive because they're accustomed to it. Don't forget, they're your kids. They're accustomed to receiving that help, which goes back to that factor of entitlement. You have to be careful with that because then it becomes a factor of entitlement. Found that offering too much help negatively affects the parent. Did you hear that? It negatively affects Y-O-U, the parent. See, did you know that... um, When you're putting yourself at a higher risk, meaning like having more stress, uh, more responsibility, taking on more and more and more, then you're literally causing yourself more stress. It causes heart disease. It causes anxiety. And did you know that a study shows, now I thought this was mind-blowing. This is an actual study. It shows that it shortens your life expectancy by 2.8 years. Let's do round figures. Three years. It shortens your life by three years. It helps you develop heart disease. It can lead to um, diabetes as well as to mental burnout and frustration. Three years. It takes away, it shortens your life by three years. 
that's incredible. So with that being stated, how can you change enabling behaviors? Because that's why we're here today. We're trying to find out why is it so important to change these types of behaviors. You know, to correct enabling behaviors, it's important to understand to understand it fully. And it's easy to get lost in the moment of trying to provide instant gratification. Gratification to your child. Because that's what we've done all their lives. Like even when they're children, like little people, we're instantly trying to make sure they're okay. Oh, you want them to be happy. You want them to be this. You want them to be that. But as they grow, you also have to develop them. We're going to get into it still. You know, and this is the moment when you need to step back and think about the long-term effects of enabling. The long-term effects. That's not short-sighted. That's long-term. That's thinking into adulthood. Things that we do, things that impact us, things that happen to us, they take us into our adulthood. You know, um, you all know that I, I speak a lot about my, my mom and my parents a lot of times. And one thing that my mom was a firm believer of was raising us, that we had to be accountable for things and that she wanted us to learn needed skills that would take us into our adulthood. And it's the same difference that you need to do with your children. In the long-term effects, this could mean financial debt, unnecessary burdens, and the proverbial merry-go-round ride of nowhere. And many of my clients know that I tell them all the time, when is it that you're going to get off the merry-go-round because you've seen the same scenery, the same sights, and the same things over and over again, and nothing has changed. When do you decide to get off of that merry-go-round? And as much as you want to feel needed, it's important to not make this about yourself and think about your child's future. You know, because a lot of times with parents, we can feel guilty or you can feel guilty about certain things. Oh, well, you know, I wasn't there. I had to work all the time. Or, you know, my kids was latchkey kids. Or I didn't have all the patience. And, you know, it's so funny because kids will tell you when you look at your parents and their grandparents, okay? And I know this to be true because I know for my sibling and my siblings and I, we look at our parents and for a, a fact, we're like, if that was us, we would definitely be in trouble right now. But the grandkids seem to be over here getting away with it. But see, that's the point. They've learned and we've learned certain things and that we've changed certain elements too. And this may be very difficult at first to change things because everything that, that goes about changing or having to work with certain things or, or putting new ways and different ways of thinking into your mind causes for work and can be difficult. And your adult child may not want to put down their video game or their device, do their own laundry, handle their own bills, or whatever it is that they've, they're, you've enabled them to do and that they feel freely to shovel off onto you because it's been allowed for so long. So it's important to stick to your plan. Yes, there's a plan. 
there is a plan. <laughs> and I know that sounds kind of like, really? Seriously, Sonia? Yes, there is a plan. You know, um, we want to foster independence. And that's something that happens little by little, even if we've derailed the plan and we've enabled our children. It's not too late to re-engage and put a plan into effect. And I'm going to get into it even further. You're going to be making them more accountable for their actions and their own duties as adults, be it ever so difficult, because they haven't had habits of stepping up because we did not or you did not require it of them. So how do we do this? How do we start to put this whole thing in the rotation and the wheel and everything starting it to move? There's some key elements that we have to do first, and you should consider holding a family meeting to discuss specific topics. Notice I said specific. I didn't say just go out there and just have this talk of, you know, now you're an adult and I can't be doing this and now you're on your own. Goodbye. We're not doing that. We're not going to do that because literally that causes shell shock too. But there is a thing called tough love. There is a thing called accountability. And there is a thing called implementing your plan. So first things first, everyone's role and responsibilities need to be defined. And so we're going to actually take a call right now and hear what we're see we have someone that's calling in right now. Let's see. Thank you for calling in to Whispers in a Bottle. How can I help you? This is Sonia. This is Rona. I'm in Buda, Texas, and I just wanted to say that some of the things that you have um, suggested in helping me with enabling my youngest adult child, um, that the challenges that we face mostly is because of our own drama, our own trauma that we faced growing up. But um, putting in steps, one of your suggestions was the decluttering. Yes. That was um, helpful in making a decision to where I was able to think clearer, but also looking at the decisions that she made was, in her own rightful decision. Like, I can make her drive the car. I didn't hold a gun to her head. Exactly. Um, but then for her to call me and say, hey, <laughs> I don't have no gas money. Well, you bought the car. It's just um, putting in place things to be accountable to myself and move forward and look for the future. So with that being said, let me ask you, with decluttering your mind, and holding the person accountable, how do you feel that you went from the proverbial merry-go-round into now transitioning it into the person having to be accountable for their action and not enabling the behavior? Um, one is because I was in a position that I was taking on the consequences for somebody else's action. I was taking on responsibility for a decision that you made. And so I had to go through the crying, the hurting, um, somebody getting in my face and, and making me look at the reality 
mm-hmm. before I could put in place healthy boundaries Good. and knowing that somebody um, understood. Because one of the things that I had to realize is that I didn't have a community. I didn't have um, someone that did not help, that literally was looking out for my best interest. Right. And so that was something to work through, and you have to, at some point, saying that our life is too short. If that is true, then I need to try to live my best life now. So with that being said, okay, so we're going to push that forward, and we're going to okay. look at how you have now built this network of yourself of being reassured that you are not being the person that needs to enable a person, but they're accountable for the action. What would you tell someone else that is struggling with this inability to allow their child to be accountable for action? <laughs> I still struggle. Um, the thing is I because I have struggle. the network, <laughs> um, <laughs> but because I have the network, it's not a very big network, but because I do have a safe place, Yes. to go and say, hey, this is the situation. And I'm at a place that I may need um, guidance based off of previous experience from someone who's made it through before I can respond to that adult child. Excellent. That's excellent. So I appreciate you calling in and sharing that because that's what people need to hear that will empower them to break that cycle. So we're going to continue on to the conversation. And I may pull you back in, so don't hang up, because I may pull you back in because I have some other questions for you too. Okay? Yes, ma'am. All right. So that being said, I want to get back to our certain things that we're going to be doing as far as it goes to consider holding the family discussion, to move that discussion forward like she was saying. Because if you heard what she was saying, is that about that community. It's about not having a large community because sometimes you don't have a large community. Sometimes you don't have a huge supporting cast. But it's that little things that you do to implement the plan. And notice that she said the key factor of two is decluttering your mind, which I offer to you all freely to join my discussion and to join that class of decluttering your mind because that is a key factor here in dealing with people that are having an enabling situation with grown children. So how can you help your adult child? Remember that she was speaking about that, you know what, she didn't. Pur- she purchased the car, but she didn't put the gas in it. She didn't put the keys in the person's hand, and she didn't say go out there and drive. She didn't say any of those things. So how can you help them now? So what it is is this, your adult child may push back at first, and they may push back several times before they really catch hold of what it is you're trying to help them to adults. Notice, adults. Because every leeway, every sector in a child's life goes forward. Because even if you think about it, when you have your baby, your baby is little, They become that toddler, and they start trying to push the boundaries. they got to let go of the table and see if they can stand there for a second. But then you have some parents that are those helicopter parents. they got to hover in, and they got to swoop in before the child even hits the floor so they never get to really learn how to balance 
their selves out. And so that's what is being brought into this whole sector of this conversation is balancing that life out. And they're going to say hurtful things to you. They're going to say lies about you. They're going to say that you did this to me because it always moves that accountability away from them. So remember Rona had said that, um, you know, sometimes it's such a challenge because you don't really know how to walk that pathway. And, And that's the hard part. And once you begin to break the cycle of enabling and see your child gain independence or reluctantly just have to do it because now you're no longer going to do it, what angst does that bring up in you? And so I want to bring her back online because I want to know what angst brought that up in her then? Ronan, did you hear the question? What angst was brought up in you as you started to break the chain? Rona, are you there? Uh, we might have lost her. Okay, I hear you. What you you said? What what made me make the decision? Or what angst came up in you when you decided to break the chain? <laughs> um, I will be honest with you. Fear. Mhm. And why uh, do you think that was your and, first and, thing that came in? That I wasn't being a good mother. No. Because I really didn't have a mother. So, like, if you okay. – so during the whole process is that, you know, I was beating up myself saying I wasn't a good mother. And then if I let her go and fall, I wasn't being a good mother. And mm-hmm. I was trying to do what was what I knew, so I did the best I could with what I had, but I didn't know there were certain things that I already had. I just didn't know how to use them because my right. mother didn't put that example in front of me. Right. So I'm, I'm going to thank you for that, and I'm going to let you go, and I'm going to get into that right now because that is a key element. And I appreciate you saying that because I know for a fact that I, I – I don't. I hope you don't mind me saying that. I, I I love when you and I get to talk. Period. Because different elements that you state and how you feel, it's always so honest. And I love that in this whole discussion, that transparency is what is needed when you have a topic like this. And I can't thank you enough for calling in. I cannot thank you enough. It is an honor, and thank you for having me. All right, and we're going to get back into this, and we're going to continue on, because there's some things I want to impart as well. So thank you. So with that being said, you know, Whispers, that is such – this is why I love what I do so much, because I have the best people that I get to interact with. And just to hear that vulnerability, and you heard what she said. It was because her fear, because she didn't have a mom herself or someone to nurture that in her. But does that mean that we have to enable our children by going that extra, 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 that it just becomes debilitating to their growth? No. 
And sometimes when we're starting to work on things like this, it brings up those fears, those hurts, and those woes deep inside of an individual, causes them to keep on enabling their children. And the adult child knows the story of where that parent's journey began. Because don't forget, they are your children. They know it. And in turn, they have those hot buttons that they can kind of tap into. And so with that being said, we have to be willing to look at it, and we have to be willing, first and foremost, willing to acknowledge our shortcomings first. And our shortcomings does not mean that we have to allow nor do we have to enable our children's poor behaviors, their poor decisions, their poor track records. But it does mean that we are compassionate and understanding because nine times out of ten, we have actually thrown the balances off. It's much like with a scale. You ever step on a scale that is not balanced correctly, and lo and behold, where you know you're not 20 pounds heavier, lo and behold, the scale is saying you're 20 pounds heavier instead of 20 pounds lighter because the scale is unbalanced. It's the same thing in our children and our adult children's life. We either are going to throw off the balances completely but never try to really re-engage and gauge it correctly to bring it back into harmony. So how do we do that? We first acknowledge our mistakes. We first acknowledge that, you know what, I have done an injustice to you by enabling you to be able to do X, Y, and Z. And whatever you come to realize about this behavior that you've done, you have to now start to walk it back, meaning I am going to need you to now step up and learn how to do your laundry. Let's say that's one of the factors that they just never learn. Well, how do they do that? It takes you implementing a schedule of teaching them certain things. Nowadays, people Google a little bit of everything, but I would advise that you maybe teach them something because you want to engage in that way. That allows you to start breaking the cycle. And that's the key element of breaking a cycle. It's starting to implement new ways of thinking, new ways of doing things, new ways of being accountable and holding the person accountable, not whitewashing it away, not okaying it away. Remember, it's okay not to be okay. We did that last week. So it's okay not to be okay with the behaviors that these adult children are presenting. It's okay not to be okay with the way that you have done things, but it's okay now to implement and to move forward on new journeys and new things. So what, what am I taking away from this? What are you taking away from this? It means that it's okay to say no, and no isn't a dirty word. And no doesn't mean that you don't love them. And no doesn't mean that if you really need my help, that I won't be there, but I am going to put some boundaries in place. You're going to teach your child, your adult child, and notice the key word is adult. 
And to be a healthy adult means that you are functioning and doing things in a manner that progressively keeps you growing. So you are going to teach your adult child how to make the proper, healthy decisions they need to make. And now let me just preface it this. Let me just say this. There's some situations when an adult child has gone so far, and even though you're trying to implement new things, they are not going to change because they are comfortable with the way that their life was, and they feel you owe them this because then it becomes part of their entitlement and they are inherently deserving of whatever they are asking, demanding, and wanting. Get a clear definition of what entitlement means because when you enable your children you retard their growth, and in turn, they feel they are entitled to whatever you do, don't do, say, or won't do for them. And that is your unhealthy balance. And so when you see that there, that is when you know, okay, look, I cannot and I will not backpedal once we start this because if I do, I am enabling you, and I'm also now becoming a person who is codependent on the same behaviors that I'm putting forward for you. So now you're just a full sharer in what is happening. The other thing is that we are going to give, be compassionate and understanding. Now, compassion does not mean that you are a doormat. Understanding does not mean that, okay, I will do it because you are just so upset, I'll do it. That does not mean that. It means I know it's very difficult right now, but if you keep on, I know you will succeed. Let me show you again. Let me tell you again. But do not go back. Pick everything up and do it for them. There's a point in time that you are going to have to draw that proverbial line in the sand And you have to say, this is it. This is where it stands and where we're going to be right now. And you have to stick to that because you want them to grow. And sometimes with growth, there is pain because growth, development, and change is something that is mandatory. And this is a discussion that so many people try to avoid. I mean, it's a topic that many people try to avoid because they don't want to get into such a deep conversation. And we're going to have more to this topic here. This is actually going to come again later on in the season because I actually have a therapist that is going to be coming on with me, and we're going to actually be um, discussing the elements of what happens when you keep backpedaling and not going forward and what takes place with that that process of developmental mind. And remember, we are developing a growth mindset. 2021 is the growth mindset. And that's what I want you all to remember and to keep pushing forward towards. And if you need help in decluttering your mind, I would love to work with you. Because this is an element and this is something that is so needed. 
And when people hear me say that, matter of fact, I'm going to actually be doing a discussion with regards to this, this technique that I teach on decluttering your mind. So look for it. It's coming up in, a, in another month or two. And we're going to be touching on that a little bit. I'm going to give you some of the practices that go inside of our, our sessions and our workshop. And this way you can actually start to implement some of these things. This has been such a dynamic, dynamic discussion. And I love that we're going to keep it moving and we're going to always try to do our best. And, you know, as I said, I am so thankful to be in this room with you all, um, just to be able to discuss these topics and to be here and just to be transparent and to be able to help in such a way. It is such an honor for me. And, you know, um, if you would like to be social with me, I am on social media. You can find me on Instagram at www.instagram.com, whispers in a bottle underscore podcast. You can find me on Facebook at www.facebook.com, whisper in a bottle, no S. And look, we're going to be launching something even special over on Facebook. We have a, a private group that's going to be launching that I'm going to put the link in for our next uh, live episode so you all can make sure that you click on there because I have some discussions that are only going to be in that room and won't be on radio. So you're going to definitely want to be there. And also, don't forget that if you'd like to be one of our sponsors, please email Lindsay Miles at whispersinabottle at yahoo.com. If you just have a, a show idea or a topic you would like me to discuss, feel free to email me. Go on. Everybody, I would love to hear from you all at whispersinabottle at yahoo.com. So I appreciate you all listening. This is Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host, Sonia LeRae, Certified Lifestyle Relationship Counselor, Educator, and Motivational Speaker. Please have a safe weekend. And, oh, next week's topic, let me tell you what it is. Importance of being authentic. Oh, my goodness, Whisperers, you don't want to miss it. I'll see you guys next week. Be safe. And, again, thank you for joining me. Have a great weekend. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.